morning and the sun is rising. The sun is rising. It is. I see it outside my window. Oh, welcome to Become She, where we are guaranteed to piss you off with yourself, help you think, help you grow. Is that still, is that still okay? I feel like it's that is. is. That is that is the reason. That is the reason, right? Um, and remember that Become She is, is a movement capturing the transcendental journey of the strong woman to the free woman, granting herself permission to actualize her highest self. That still stands at the end of 2020. You just said <laughs> You just said um, before we started recording that you're always going to be a student and you're always going to be um, converting. And I feel like that's just... If that's not 2020, I don't know what it is. <laughs> All facts. All facts. Today's episode is titled She Checks In because we had so much that we just wanted to talk about and a specific title just didn't make sense. Right? Like, we got Agreed. 2020, we got the election, we got Donnie, Donnie <sighs> boy, doing it up. <laughs> <laughs> Donald! <laughs> The Don. The Don, Don. <laughs> oh, God. We got, I don't know. There's just so many shifts. And, and we got Britney Spears fighting with her daddy, trying to hang on. <laughs> Did he pass? Britney what happened? Pass? No, he was fighting. A con- I had to actually look up the legal meaning of conservatorship. He was fighting to have rights to be the legal manager of her estate. Still we grew up that? with we grew up with Britney in high school. Come on now. I did it. Did you hear me? Cuts. Cuts for days. Yeah, girl. I was in the I was in my living room with the dance. I had no latex alpha, <laughs> but I was in the dance. I was on the moon with her and that little white boy. All of that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, there's a there's a lot to check in about. A lot of a lot of things. How y'all doing? I hope everyone's okay. Um, please write to us. If not, we'd love to hear from you guys. And I don't know, just have a community because that's why we started Become She, right? We needed some time. I think when you think about, you know, our mission and our tagline, our intros have become, you know, like staples for our listeners. But this is real deal, Holyfield. Like this is how we're living our lives. And yeah. we have been living real life just like you all. Um, so we have not abandoned you. We have literally been taking care of ourselves and living out our mission statement. Like we have literally been journeying with ourselves. And so um don't ever think that, you know, we, you know, have left or we are no longer interested in being that voice for you and right. witnessing you all. Um, but as you know, the first rule of, you know, love is love for self, being with self, journeying with self. And so we have definitely been acquiring more skills so that we can, you know, move and witness ourselves in this transcendental journey from the strong woman to the free woman. Free woman. So that's what we have been doing individually. And so, yes, we would love for you all to write to us, um, at become she podcast at gmail.com or leave us some notes on our community page on Facebook. We are definitely cooking up some things. We're going to be more interactive on our Facebook platform in the days to come. So we're excited to roll that out, but she checks in. What's going on, Jess? Check in. So, (laughs) so, um, 
a few weeks ago when we talked about recording this particular episode, I don't remember the context in which I said something, but I said something about just shifting or, and you may be able to remember, Nicole, if you don't, doesn't matter because I still remember what I said. (laughs) (laughs) I think context (laughs) I said that when everything is moving around you, everything is shifting, everything, or when life shows you that it's not stabilized, you can't help but to move different. Mm. You can't help but to shift. And over the last however many days of quarantine, work from home, homeschooling, just the complete and utter uprooting of our normalcy or what we thought was normal because we now have a new normal, completely new normal. Mm-hmm. I have learned that you, I cannot stay in the same mindset that I was pre-quarantine, pre-March 16th, 2020. That was the last oh, time God. that I was um, in my office downtown Chicago. And after that, everything was just, everything has just been, you. it's like a new learning process every single day, yeah. every day. And so how could I think and move the way I did on March 15th today? There's no way. I feel like God is uprooted, and I have a I have a real story. Is it already story time with Jess? Story it's- time with Jess. <laughs> <laughs> I my my husband and I recently purchased a home. Which Get it? I feel like we should have an episode just on that process alone because I don't think that home buying was set up for people of color. I just don't. Mm. After I've gone through that process. And you say this as a lawyer, as an attorney. With full confidence. Wow. It wasn't set up for me. Um, Yeah, that's definitely a separate episode. Fight, fight, fight. And I know a lot of people of all colors say that Mm -hmm. purchasing a home is stressful, but the the things that I endured and saw and the way God was speaking to me about certain things. Oh, anyway, that's, that's neither here nor there, but that could be another episode. But literally, we closed on our home on August 6th. On August 10th, there was a tornado that ripped through Chicago, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And and some areas weren't affected at all. But it just so happened that the street that I lived on, um, the apartment that my husband and I had on Jarvis Avenue, I'm throwing it out there because I want y'all to look up what happened to that street, was mush up as Caribbean people say. I mean like trees ah. uprooted and I grew up in Florida so I know about hurricanes. Yeah. This is different. Sidewalks pulled up. Okay? Sidewalks. Um people's windows blown off, roofs tore off, cars mash up. I mean fences blown off. How fences blow off? And I'm not talking about like the wooden ones, like the metal right. ones that are drug into the ground. All of that was just torn up and I so happened to not be um on Jarvis when it happened because I had closed on the house of four days earlier I was driving and I saw like the sirens oh you know stay inside and it was getting dark I was like let me just park at the house real quick see what this weather looking like and then I'll go and man I I think I I sit at the house for an hour mind you we had not moved in empty house I sat on the floor And um, when I drove back, 
and I couldn't drive on my street. Like I make a left to turn on my street and I literally could not go down the street. Wow. I was like, I have never seen anything like this before. And I don't know if that was God's way of telling me, all right, it's, up, it's time to get up out of here. <laughs> you thought you was going to move in at the end of the month, but you're moving in tomorrow, which was my wedding anniversary. Literally. It wow. was just like a timetable. It was real. I remember you showing me the pictures and I was absolutely like, what? Like, I remember hearing on the news and I try to, you know, limit my consumption of the news on yeah. purpose as a way to protect my, my ear and my eye gates. But I do remember hearing about there being a tornado in Chicago. And then when you sent me the pictures, I'm like, are you for real? Is this in the same I'm, city? I'm looking at the sidewalks tore up and I'm very familiar with your old apartment as I choo-chooed over there several times. You know, to have meetups and, you know, wind downs and things like that. But I'm like, is this the sidewalk? It was literally like, it looked like an Etch-a-Sketch situation. Like the, the piping. <laughs> it was um, crazy. Around, like the, elect the electrics. The electric cords. Like, mm -hmm. I, I was so afraid because it was water and people are, you know, being a community, trying to, like, pick things up. I'm like, yo, we cannot mess with this, okay? Right, it's raw sewage. You trying to clean up Girl. and you touching. And ever since then, I have been thinking, like, man, like, when life shifts you, you cannot help but move. You can't stay stagnant. And that's what 2020 has been for me. Wow. Like, you just uprooting. <laughs> Sorry. That is such an analogy. I think that is so I'm sipping crazy tea. is the best word. I think it is just so crazy how um you're able to pick up the messages that God, you know, gives you and like that display of real life, you know, synthesis where you were able to connect the dots. Like because that is really how 2020 has been. I mean, there are still people sitting in the rubble, you know, um, still trying to live out the same way. Uh, in the same context, and clearly there is no, you know, normal. There's no old familiar. There is a, no, like, we are in the new world, in fact. And so there are people who are looking for the comfy, familiar, you know, hamster wheels and way of doing things and processing. And, it's gone. you know, we've been forced to upgrade, like, just like your iPhone upgrades and, yeah. For some of us, these iPhones upgrade more than we do. And so we need to really, we need to, <laughs> we need to really consider how is it that Apple technology <laughs> is upgrading on us and we're not committed to any level of upgrading, any level of self-development, any level of acquiring new skills so that we can yeah. journey with ourselves better, right? Like we we can no longer blame anyone else for not having the things that we need to live our best, most abundant lives. Like I get that you don't know what you don't know because I've had to even extend grace to myself, especially recently um, thinking about some things that I could have done differently. And God was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Don't you didn't have this. You didn't have the skill set to journey with yourself in the way that you're accusing yourself of now. So you have the privilege of hindsight. But what God did challenge me on was you must co commit to a level of personal development where you're always seeking. So it goes back to the initial statement that you opened up with. Yes, I will forever be a student, 
Not because I'm trying to hoard knowledge or acquire knowledge. I need to have real-time skills that allow me to journey with myself in the best way possible. So I'm always trying to upgrade. I'm always seeking new ways of processing, seeing things, synthesizing things. Because ultimately, that's the only legacy that matters. Your kids are watching. People are watching. Life is going to keep changing on you. And where your skill set at? When the, when the, when the, when the scenes change, cause it's not done changing. We still ain't got to 2021. We don't know what she got waiting around the river bend. Just around the river bend. I look once more. Just around. We don't know. No, not the canoe. Not the canoe. When I was a small child, my mom used to put me in the bathtub and I, she would, she would walk out the room and come back and the whole floor would be wet. Cause I thought I was Pocahontas around the river bend. Okay. I sure was. Listen, I, I have to interject something because at the start of said pandemic and all of that, there was a lot of like, oh, if you ain't start that business, it's not that you never had time. If you ain't never. And I hated all of that. I did and too. I still hate it because just because not everybody is going to move the same with this mm-hmm. time that we now have. And this is not me saying go out there and start a business and, and write that book. And this is not me saying that at all. Right. This is more of, of a soul thing that I'm talking about. Mm. Like the, the things that you were carrying internally. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. You don't have to be the next Oprah Winfrey out of, out of 2020. Cause let's if be clear. It's great. Right. Yeah. But I'm talking about my mindset, my exactly. prayer walk, my my spirituality, the relationship exactly. that needs to be cleaned up or cleared out. That's what I'm talking about. Because <clears throat> let's be clear, some of these businesses, God didn't call. God didn't ordain. Some of these books, God didn't call. God didn't ordain. So you're just doing busy work. And I've been there, so this is not <laughs> a shame on you. Because at some point, you need to realize... Am I putting myself in places just to look productive or am I actually doing soul work? Am I actually doing things that I have been called to do because I know who God has called me to be? See, what you do, what you do, right, what you do should be anchored in identity. Like, and so you have lots of people doing all this stuff and it's not producing or the fruit is producing isn't remaining. It can't sustain itself because you're doing it from the wrong place. So no, I didn't like those memes either. Like you don't get to tell people how they need to process and how they need to journey with themselves. So once this curtain open for 2021, I don't know. We don't know what 2021 has. So we don't even know what 20, the rest of 2020 is still pending. Okay. Pending dot, dot, dot. So Chicago just put out an advisory order starting mm -hmm. November 16th, 2020 to lock it on down again. And and no Thanksgiving gatherings. And it's going to be, Oh God, guys, it's so hard. And I'm going to just give a shout out to Auntie Lori. Auntie Lori has literally been leading so fiercely. Like you can feel however you feel about her, but leadership is undeniable. Chicago's mayor, by the way. (laughs) I'm sorry, y'all. Yeah. (laughs) T.T. Lori. Lori Lightfoot. (laughs) But her leadership, (laughs) I can't do this. (laughs) Leadership is undeniable. Like you have to give it to her and Prisker. They have definitely stepped up. And spoken directly to the issues affecting us all. So I just want to give that shout out to Yeah, there's so much politics leadership. There's so much yeah. politics around COVID. I literally stopped watching the news 
maybe a couple months ago now, because I feel like whatever, and then maybe ignorant, I care not. It's for my self-care. I feel, I have found that whatever I need to know comes to me. Mm, Anything in city, you know, my mama's state, it just comes <laughs> to me. <laughs> and I'm not trying to consume every single day. And if that's you and you're a loser, mm-hmm, there's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with that. I just know that for me, I can't handle it. I'm yeah. an empath. I feel it I'm not much. built for that either. I agree. I think you need to, in in the spirit of checking in with oneself, you have to know thyself. You have to know that your capacity is not like others and do not judge yourself for what your capacity is versus someone else's. We were all made differently. We were all uh, fashioned differently and put together differently for a purpose. And so no judgment, but you have to be aware of how your makeup is and how you were made in your capacity like I don't have the capacity for too much either because I get overwhelmed emotionally rather quickly and so I have to say my emotional real estate and bandwidth for the things that I've been called to do in this season because once the season is over I'm already overwhelmed I'm overwhelmed with my personal life my family I'm just overwhelmed enough in my own little bubble to be inviting Donnie and that I can't I just can't. <laughs> Why does that sound like a boy group, Donnie and them? That's crazy. That's just so crazy to me. It's a clown act. <sighs> you gotta breathe. You just gotta breathe. Politics and stuff. If you don't, if you don't know what our listeners, um, you know, believe in who they voted That's for. That's true. I don't want to. No get- judgment. Because there were no some blacks for there were blacks for Trump. Okay, let let us not be fooled out here. Girl, and, have, and that's cool, that. but let's just yeah. not be oblivious to the fact that they were blacks for Trump. Oh, absolutely. I mm-hmm. was an election judge. On Come election on, let's tell us about that. Woo, and the things that I saw, <laughs> <laughs> I can't say with confidence that I'll ever do it again, Um, but it was just so tense. It was so tense. And voters, I, I, I still don't understand, but voters wanted to argue with us. Really? Election judges. Now we're volunteers, okay? Right. And I didn't know that we actually get paid. That was a nice bonus. I was just doing it to volunteer. Yeah. But um voters wanted to argue with us with the, about the simplest things. I mean, so if if you registered on time, like a good American citizen, and you had your shit together, okay, you get your ballot and you're on your way. But if you had mm-hmm. some stragglers, you know, who registered <laughs> to vote or um, need a provisional ballot, and you anytime you need a provisional ballot, it just means you can't have the regular ballot. You, it means you could have moved in the last thirty days. It means maybe gotcha. your um, things don't match up with your with your signature, a bunch mm-hmm. of things. But mm-hmm. the main reason why I saw provisional ballots that day is because people would bring in their mail-in ballots that they requested and don't want to do a mail-in ballot anymore. And it was like, I don't trust the post office right now. I'm coming in with this mail-in ballot so I can get a regular ballot. But, you know, they set it up so that you don't vote twice. So there's this whole right. process to get rid of your mail-in ballot. I won't get into the details. People wanted to fight. Like, why are you fighting me? They literally could have dropped it off because where I was voting, um, people were literally dropping off their mail-in ballots in person just to make sure Mm -hmm. that it was, you know. That's what I did. Yeah. So I'm sure you explained that as an option as well. And people just still wanted the regular ballot. Probably. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. It was just 5 a.m. to 7 p.m. The longest, what is that, 14 hours ever. And it just, it was just an emotionally draining day. Just. I remember my voting experience because I wasn't going to vote, going to be honest. Um, However, when I talked to this young lady that I'm talking to right now on the podcast, and she she got me together, and I was like, oh, well, maybe let me reconsider. Because I was just over it, right? Like, I had kind of checked out. Like, I, you know, I just got super deep. Like, I don't live in this third dimensional reality, for real. Like, why do I have to participate? Like, none of this stuff applies to me. I'm a kingdom citizen. Why do I need to vote? Like, I just really got, you know, up in the I think we can talk about that a little bit because I do not think that you are the only one that thinks we can that. talk about it. And um, Rob, I realized after talking to Jessica because I had heard all of the you know arguments for voting, like you know your ancestors died for this, but you know what, people, yeah. I don't. Do and that's it. what I led with. Remember, that's what you I did. Like and I, and, I, this, and and women couldn't vote for so long and you hit me real quick like i'm not subscribing to that i'm not carrying on that trauma and i was like okay i gotta shift a little bit for her because she looked different i get it i get it to which i retorted that i don't do the trauma bonding i don't do the trauma bonding it's a codependent existence trauma bonding is when you bond based on a shared experience of trauma and that becomes the foundation for building that yeah. is not a safe way to build. I agree. Because it locks you into feelings of guilt, condemnation, shame. It comes yep. with so many other bad feelings really to where does. you mm, you can't pivot up out that thing when it's time to grow. Okay? Because when the horn blows, when Gabriel blows his horn and says, okay, it's time to switch, change the channel, you can't do that because you're so... Uh, locked up in these trauma bonding feelings, which are guilt, shame, and condemnation. And there so, is a lot of trauma around. Yeah. I'm going to separate women and mm-hmm. African American voters. Yeah, it's its own two, right? Ooh, and there's true. a lot of trauma that carries with that, and I, I don't think you should carry that into your um, ballot. I get that. Or any or any relationship. Okay, you shouldn't even be with friends with someone that you, you know, y'all trauma bonding. My God. You know, both of our mamas My died. God. Both of our mamas died. We were both orphans. We were both held back in third grade. We were both no. Nah, that ain't way, y'all. Um, we can't keep building yeah. like that, y'all. God. Like that is not the basis for building relationships. God, that's so true. That is so true. Because there's always gonna be something underneath that's keeping you mm-hmm. grounded and pushing instead of like the love you have for each other. It's because, gonna be like, mm-hmm. shame. So when she said that to me, and I was like, all right, you're absolutely right. You are absolutely right. I took it to her grandchildren. And I was like, she did. She took it to the future, y'all. So when she's not voting for you, you have to vote for your grandchildren because the decisions that are made today affect them, whether you like it or not. (laughs) And only when this woman of God spoke to the future was I able to come into submission? First of all, y'all need to realize if y'all have friends that you don't listen to, they might not be your friend. Okay. If you do, if you have friends that cannot correct you, question you, audit the places in your life that need adjustment or alignment. If you don't trust them to do those things, they might just be bystanders. You might just be trauma bonding because that that's not a friend. You don't have a friend that you can't submit 
you know, submit and listen to. And so I appreciate the fact that you were able to hear my rationale initially about not voting, but then you were also able to speak to the future because that was the only thing that reeled me in on top of the fact that I also serve on two, you know, nonprofit boards. And I knew that as a public servant, my own personal opinions about this system are still going to be what they are. Like, I still don't feel too, you know, because I don't trust in this system, and that's fine. But this is Me what either. we have, and that's what you said. You said this is. You said that it's like this is what we have, and because we have this, you don't get to opt out. And it just made me think about okay, the nature of commitment. You don't get to opt out of a commitment because it's not going the way you want it to go. Like you have to show up regardless of what you feel about what's going. You have to show up with your intentionality, and so, or else your participation is codependent. It's codependent on how you feel, and so you will always find a way out. You will always find a way to scurry. And so, when you started um, talking to the future, I was like, okay, God, I hear you, and I voted. And I will tell you, when I voted, this is to come back to the point that I originally started with. There was a different kind of energy in the air as I stood in line. It was like a crazy, like someone could light a match and stuff would pop off kind of energy um, in the air that night. What do you mean? I was, it could have been where I was. I was on 43rd and Cottage. So that could have been it too. But, you know, we were, we, you're like, <laughs> you know, um, yeah, I can't even explain that one. <laughs> Niggas was blowing outside, running horns. <laughs> Niggas was yelling out windows. Oh. Niggas was hanging out over balconies. Like, it was <laughs> I was like, like, I have a funny story. Um, and I feel like my election coordinator actually drove his ass in 4030 because it's 6 a.m. and we're supposed to be setting up the polls, right? Nobody knows what they're doing because it's all their first time doing it. So I'm like, right, right let's call our election coordinator. Who knows? And I have, I think I was one of the older um, election judges. There was a lot of like high school, early college kids, which was like interesting to just feel like such an adult. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> the whole election coordinator, I will not say his name, but uh, <laughs> he, he like, uh, I'm running a little late. And I could, I could always <laughs> he, he was a, a, a brother, okay? And he gets there, and this man has on a 420 chain. He got a donut in his hand. I'm like, this is what we trust with the American people's phone. <laughs> Girl, I'm at the throw the phone across the room. <laughs> so, what the 420 chain killed me to like, you, you have to wear that. <laughs> it, not even under the shirt. All, and it was long. Girl, this is the custodian of the civic responsibility. He's the, he's the holder of the civic duties of America. Is on on this man. Those are my personal <laughs> personal that photos of said elect um said man that day. <laughs> can you please can you please text it to me on the side like after the recording? But uh yeah, so Forty Thought and Cottage was lit. Okay, um, we socially distanced as we stood in line. 
Um, yeah. But it was, it, I was really proud of myself for, because I wasn't, y'all, I was not going to vote. I, know, um, I didn't I vote in the 2016 election. Let me just be clear. I didn't vote in the 2016 election. I, you know, was half sleep, found out Trump won, went back to sleep. And, you know, like, so. So let me ask the, you this. Have you, have you thought that way about the voting process? your entire adult life or was it within the last I, I have not you know what it was really it's really funny because the only other time outside of voting for uh, voting this time was when Obama won in 2008 like voting for him and just seeing the electricity and seeing the hopefulness and seeing like how you know innovative like his election strategy and his conveying his message of hope was and so to go from Obama to then voting in the 2016 election it was like What's the point? Right. And um, this time around, I was going to be on the same thing until, you know, that's why you have friends like Jessica Robinson um, who can hold you accountable and speak life to you in that accountability holding instead of tearing you down um, because you planted a seed like, no, you don't get to opt out because you don't like the container um, because this is still going to be impacting your future. So I just thank God for you because you were able to speak to my future. And I'm just so grateful to have friends who speak to my future all of the time. That's the only reason why I'm I'm still here and I'm able to evolve in this way because I have y'all and y'all are speaking to my future all of the time. So that was the only thing that got me to the pole was my friend who spoke to my future because it sure, sure as hell was not the democratic system. It sure as hell was not the candidates. I I mean, I felt like my vote was like, it, it just felt like a duty. And that's what they always say, you're, you're, you know, it's a duty. But like, I literally felt that. I kept thinking about my little nephews and what the hell they're going to have to do in 20 They're years. so cute. Yeah. And the people that we put in place today shift yeah. that. I don't, I, I keep, I, I, I often think about when I was in law school and I would read all of these court opinions and, and these people that are dead and gone and we still have precedent based on those people. Yeah. That's it, you know? So wow. 20 years. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Based on what's going on today. <laughs> so that was my mindset with it. Right. Whether right. I like who, it wasn't even about that. It was like, I right, enough is enough. Okay. And you convey that. We're setting a precedent. And I think that's even important when we go back to our subject about she checks in. Like, what precedent are you setting? What framework? What foundation are you setting? Like, yes, the foundation can always evolve because as people, we always evolve. But please believe wherever you are on your journey, it's setting a precedent for something. Yeah. Something's watching. There's a generation yeah. of, of children. There's a generation of people that are going to look back at you to see what you were doing on your journey. How are you moving in your car, right? Like it's a moving car. And you're, what places did, have you been on your journey? You know, so this is, you know, we're just I checking know, in, y'all. My mom said to me years and years ago, I think I might have been like 10 or 11, and I'll never forget it. She said, and the, she said it like really simple, but she sighed when she said it. Like, and maybe that's why I remember it. She said, life is not always a bowl of cherries. And I never got, I never got what she meant. <laughs> Your mama's so deep. Um, recent times, like, I think she was trying in a kid way to say life will happen. Life will just yeah. happen. 
Um, and I'm my I'm I'm getting those lessons. Life is not always a bowl of cherries, but I'm gonna eat it though. <clears throat> how are <laughs> how are we doing with like social distancing? And I ask that because I, I I don't believe we as humans are set up to not be connected. I just don't think that's how we're meant to function. I don't think we thrive in in complete solitude. I just I just don't. And I'm not saying that you have to be a social butterfly. No, no. But everybody needs somebody for something. Period. Whether that's your therapist, that's whether that's your family, your friend, mm. whether people you game with online, like everybody mm-hmm. needs somebody mm-hmm. for something. And I think I I feel like people are just so weary right now. Mm. The holidays are approaching. Yeah, and the they are. Know it, you know. And it's just ah, uh, I, I just. For me, I I am used to being alone because. I moved to Chicago eight years ago, something like that. And I didn't have anybody here. No friends, no family, no nothing. I packed up all my stuff and was like, this is where I'm going and this is where I'm going to stay until I figure it out. So I was used to just like hustling alone. Striking out. Yeah. Right. Trailblazer. Not everybody has that. And even I shouldn't say, it's not like I'm alone now, but eight years ago, I certainly was. But now I have of community. I have friends that I've met. I have a husband that I've met. All of that. So I'm not necessarily alone anymore. But my family is so used to not seeing each other on a, on a basis because we some live in Jamaica. I have family in New York. I have family yeah. all over the country. So we're used to getting together once or twice a year. But I'm thinking about families that see each other weekly, Sunday mm-hmm. dinner. Yeah. Like I don't. I don't know. I, I I'm struggling. I'm struggling when it comes to the connection bit. I don't like it. I don't know. It's funny. I was talking to someone on the phone about the social distancing aspect and also reminiscing on how people were out in the streets when the election results came about. And I'm like, oh, there is definitely going to be a spike in COVID cases. And just as sure as I saw the election parties happening all over the country on CNN um, with people gathering in the streets, sure enough, COVID cases spike, right? But more with the Black Lives Matter movement. Yeah. But more importantly, I've also noticed the trend of before COVID, how people would brag about, you know, it's just me, myself, and I, you know, I can, you know, I can be by myself. And literally, no, for real, literally, like it was, it was like people were living these lives online in community online and it's like as soon as COVID hit and the orders for the mask and all this started happening like people were finding reasons together so it's almost like a resistance to adhere to mm-hmm. what the you know what the social recommendation is like when we had no recommendation for gathering like people weren't really meeting up like that they were happy to be online oh, and scrolling no. through your life and feeling like they knew you because I, they could I scroll and, exactly and to the fact that I could drive over to see you, all of that. Exactly. And, but I think, is, I think <clears throat> with everything being so heavy and mm, so unpredictable, that's true. That people are are like yearning to be around yeah. their loved ones. Or I agree. Friends. It seems like the natural time. Like, oh, I can't go anywhere. Everything's mm-hmm. blowing up around me. Let me let me cuddle up yeah. with my friends. Why? Because that's exactly. Sick. 
Yeah, I think that's exactly what it is. It's like caused a reverse. I don't want to say reverse osmosis, but it's re- it's almost you know enacted like a reverse attraction. It's like you told me I can't gather, and that increases the yearning for me to gather. Because I remember that one seventy degree day when I took DJ to the basketball court. It was a whole barbecue, and then there was a music video that they were shooting in the park. I'm like, so y'all just out what? here, huh, girl? I'm telling you, I'm like. Yes, it has created a yearning for people to want to see each other in person. And it's been an interesting kind of dynamic. So I ain't gonna lie, I had a little barbecue over the summer. You are so culinarily gifted and Kyle's gifted on the grill. So, you know, it happens. <laughs> Oh, Kyle, how my married folks do it? How, how, how yeah. are marriages uh, happening or going on in 2020? Because I hear so many different things. My God. We happened. would have never thought that our first year of marriage would be in a pandemic. I'll tell you that. What a year. What that's a, a book year. right there. That's a book. Huh? That's a that's a book right there. Man, we thought we was chilling in Jamaica, huh? We was haircut <laughs> <laughs> last okay. year. Lamping. <laughs> Girl, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, um, I think this is a good check-in. What do we think? I do. I think I want to ask our audience, like, you know, what's going on in your lives? I definitely want to hear, you know, what's been happening and for them to check in with us, either, like I said, on our Facebook page or via, like, direct communication with us at our Become oh, She podcast. Leave us a review. Leave us a yeah. review on um, iTunes, all of that. That helps us more than you know. For sure. Um, with y'all since, man. What year did we start? 2016, girl. 2016. We've done a college stint. If you've been listening to us for four years and ain't left a review, shame. Shame. <laughs> shame. It's a shame. Anyway. <laughs> I mean, it's okay. Yeah, definitely subscribe. We are on so many different platforms. There's no reason why we don't know how to better show up for you. Um, as we're witnessing and journeying with ourselves, we can only give you what we've giving ourselves first so definitely leave us a review subscribe so that you are aware of whenever a, an episode comes out and then leave us some love on our facebook community let us know what has been happening in your world what have you done what are you not doing because i think not doing something is also an accomplishment you know falling back from doing is an accomplishment we want to know transparent become she is in a like shifting phase we're not mm. we're getting rid of the every second and fourth uh wednesday unless we feel like that's what we're going to do mm-hmm. but we're just going to record whenever we want to and not yeah. the schedule because like i said when life shows you that it ain't normal you move that <laughs> way so we're gonna move how we want and when we want be going to surprise y'all like that that's just i don't know like i don't i don't want to do message anymore that doesn't feel right to me anymore yeah we're done and i remember when we were doing the schedules because it lined up with our work schedules and it just made yeah. sense that ain't that ain't that ain't the beat no more so yeah that's what being a woman is and that is what becoming she is it is being intuitively aligned and that could change like you are never stuck in one mode of being so mm-hmm. We actually had an episode on that, um, that it was okay. It was when we were supposed to have a live podcast, but didn't. Uh And we talked about it was okay to just 
not change your mind, but if things don't plan out the way you want them to, that doesn't make you a failure in yeah. any way. It's yeah. just it's a new dawn, it's a new day. And let's shift, shift ladies. Someone has to get me through. Nina Simone is have you listened to Nina Simone? Nina Simone's voice is so like oh. mysterious and it like permeates like the very deep places. Um her voice is just so rich and her message. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, this is Nicolia and Jess. Signing out. Become she. Become free.